Hey everybody, welcome back to the Great and Terrible AHS. We are here doing the back half of episode 7 of My Roanoke Nightmare. Great and Terrible American Horror Story. This show is about to go real stupid. And <laughs> literally looking at the first note of what we're about to cover, it made me immediately go, why Matt though? Okay, can, well should we just get to it since we're already... You know, making it a two-parter. <laughs> Let's do Let's it. Let's get into it. Shelby uh, lying in the same bed Kathy Bates tried to kill her in. Which, yeah, you know, even though it, it, I guess you could be nitpicking and say, that shouldn't matter because she's not there. It's like, yeah, that's still weird, you know? <laughs> yeah, and didn't so, move to a different room or anything. Like, just also, stayed there. A cool reminder, she has a huge gaping back wound. And she is, like, lying on the ground going into medical shock due to blood loss and probably traumatic injury from being hit with a meat cleaver in the back. <laughs> She's fine. She just needs a nap. Off. Yeah, yeah she exactly. just needs a nap. Just walk off the 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 the, the sucking wound. Um, so yeah, Matt walks in and just goes, "Pills here," and <laughs> gives her some pain pills, and then she's fine. Um, also, yeah, why wasn't Matt who had pain pills when there is <laughs> literally a character who had an addiction to pain pills on the show? They had a free plot line, and they were just like, "Nah, Lee, we know Lee's good. She's got enough right now." <laughs> Make Matt have pain pills, even though he's not in any visible distress, or we've not given him any reason to need them. Just. Say he's got him, and he can give them to Shelby. He's he needs to be in the room for some reason, so this is why. Don't worry, <laughs> they don't explain it. Um, as many things in American Horror Story goes, um, they don't explain it in any way. Um, they don't need to. It's we're, we're all we're fine. It's all fine here now. <laughs> this scene of them talking to one another is one of the only. And the last of this episode, genuine character interactions that we will see for a long time to come. Um, it's it's almost like w there's one of these in Cult, too. And I brought it up when it happened in Cult, too, where there's like every so often there will be one scene where it's like, oh, this is how real people talk to one another. Weird that it's in American Horror Story, given how that never happens. Um, it feels out of place that this feels so grounded and real. Um Basically, they're talking about their marriage, and he's like, Shelby, I really did love you. Um, and she's like, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to fuck Dominic. I was just, I was really upset, and I was drunk. And he's like, no, no, it wasn't that. Our marriage, you know, was under a lot of other stress, and it something about this house changed me. Um, we'll find out what that means in a minute, and it's not yeah, what it's you like, think. Um, it's so great. Yeah. It's like, they, no, yeah. <laughs> it's exactly what I thought, for the record. It is exactly, like, as soon as he said this, I was like, my boy. <laughs> <laughs> yep, it was beautiful. It was like, yep. Uh, I, it, it doesn't come across in this scene, um, what he's referring to, but don't worry, we'll get there. Uh, where basically, but like they're having a heart to heart, and, and like the way he delivers it, the implications like, yeah, we went through like a horrendous trauma, and this house made me think about you a different way because of what happened. Like I and associate you with a bad thing, but that's not what he's saying I, here. Don't worry. Right. Also, like the exact wording at some point is like, I just feel like, like Shelby says, I feel like I lost something. We lost something at this house. Right. And then Matt goes. Yeah, I lost something at this house, and I immediately was like, I know what you lost, brother. <laughs> 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 don't, uh, yeah, don't worry. Uh, he finds it. 
uh, this episode very soon, <laughs> I, actually. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> so remember when we ended the last episode, um, our girl boss squad was in the woods? Yeah. Um, they're still in the woods, uh, but it's daytime. I, I was Go referring earl- in the last episode, too, about how the like people awkwardly are pointing their cameras at each other talking. And this is actually the scene I'm referring to because they're in the woods just like pointing these fucking phones at each other. Like, what the hell? Where are we? And shit. And like every it's I hate it, but whatever. Um, so yeah. See. Don't show the cameraman. That's exactly. not what the cameraman's for. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and like. I, it doesn't serve any purpose. Like, one person recording this would have been enough. But for some reason, like, they wanted to remind us that, like, all three of them are there as if we don't know. Um, and then this is where it gets... This is such a dumb scene. So Audrey looks up and goes, Lee, isn't that the blood moon? We have to get back to the house. And I'm like, first of all, the moon doesn't just go away. Like, it's always there. Even if you can't see it, it's always there, just like the sun. Did you know that when you can't see the sun, it's still there? Um, Audrey has no object permanence, but apparently that is actually how the moon works. Um, because Lee looks up. Lee, the person who knows how this works, looks up and goes, God damn it. Which leads me to believe that the spaghetti moon does, in fact, work off of the Breath of the Wild blood moon mechanic. Um, and it will just sometimes yeah. randomly spawn. It's it's a line of sight buff from the moon. <laughs> yeah. You have to be able to see the moon or else it doesn't work. That's yeah, sure, why not? <laughs> because they see it and Lee's like, fuck, you're right. We gotta fucking go. Um, oh no, the moon can see us. We gotta go. Right. <laughs> it's like you know how like when you're younger and you see the moon during the day, you're like, Whoa, that's so weird. Um, because you don't understand how the moon works. Right. Um, yeah. Imagine having that same sense of wonder, except for you're a fully grown adult um, and you think that it's a menacing thing that's happening to you. <laughs> Today I learned I was really lucky to survive the horror, actually, because. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and they're like, fuck, we got to go. Uh, where? You'll find out in a second. Um, but hours pass because it's nighttime now. So it took them from when it's daytime to when it's nighttime. To find the production trailer, which means either, like Ty said in the last episode, this production trailer is like no less than 45 seconds away from the house. Mm -hmm. Um, It means they either took the tunnel so far into the woods that it took them like hours to backtrack, which makes their whole plan for the tunnels even fucking stupider. Um, Or the alternative is that they just have been meandering around the woods this whole time. Um, Obviously, the spaghetti moon's not that big of a deal because they were able to spend several hours out here with no issues. Um, they were never found by anybody. Uh, they made it to the trailer. It just took hours because now it's nighttime. <sighs> we're about to get to what Ty has mentioned is uh, one of the best lines of yeah, the show, period. Just American funny. Horror Story. Yeah. Um, remember how we mentioned in the last episode that sometimes Audrey just be saying some shit, um, some dumb shit. And it, it's like her whole character is a bit, but like not a good one. Um they scramble and try to get to the production trailer and they find Sydney and Alyssa's bodies off to the side. Um, and Audrey goes, I think they're dead. And Lee is <laughs> like, yeah, no yes. shit, idiot. You think? No, it, you, but you think? think? It, yeah, it's, it is specifically, you think? Because it was the my favorite line of the episode, uh, maybe of the season, is 
just truly just you think like fucking of course you dumb motherfucker well, they're so dead why would you even say it because it's like it's like i think she's looking at sydney who we, his body he is like his guts are out his eyes are gone like it's yeah, really really fucking like, dead hold on. he's like super disemboweled like it's like the most obvious and, like a child would look and be like that man is not alive. And you know what's good about it, too? It's not like the Marvel kind of like, you think? Like, I'm scoring a point on you. It is, I am so fucking pissed at how stupid you are. We're about it, to die. Yeah, You've got to do better. You think? It is absolutely like, the one competent person in a horror movie getting very annoyed at all of the incompetent people in yeah. the horror movie. Just like, like, how dumb are you? Yes, they're dead. Oh, my God. We just got screamed at by a ghost I shot four times. <laughs> and it didn't care. Right. Catch up, Audrey. Oh, my God. Right. Exactly. Like, I'm not saving you anymore. You know what I mean? Like, if shit yeah. goes down too fucking bad for Audrey. But anyhow. And, but speaking of fucking Audrey, she responds to this with, again, what I assume is supposed to be a bit. I assume it's supposed to be, like, this ongoing, like, comic relief that is supposed to be funny, and it's not. She goes... Leave me alone. I'm not American. I'm not used to all this carnage. That's what I hated. They did this really good, funny scene, and then they destroyed it with, like, the the crap joke, you know? Yeah, like, and I'm like, I, is the is the bit here that, like, Americans do a lot of murders, and so The only British way this could have been redeemed... <laughs> Is if it then cut back to like Lee reloading the revolver, like sliding bullets back in the chamber, being like, Welcome to the Mayflower, motherfucker. If like Audrey said that and then she just shot her. Just shot killed yeah. shot even killed her in the head and just like, I'm sorry, I couldn't help it. That would have redeemed that a little bit. That would fully put me on Team Lee. I'm already starting to drift back towards Team Lee. That would fully put that me would, on Team I would, Lee. I would be, yeah. I would retcon this whole podcast to be the Lee appreciation season of American yeah. Horror. Me- Wearing my Lee fan and then club. just looked in the camera and said, it seems implausible, but I did kill Mason. <laughs> Me wearing my number one Lee fan t-shirt uh. as we record this. Oh my God. So Lee, again, is the only useful person in this group, Ta- like rummages through Sydney's pockets and gets his keys and tosses it to Audrey, like go start the car. Um, <laughs> but the battery ends up being dead because of course it is. Um, Which, good news, there's no other vehicles nearby that clearly have electrical power. None. You couldn't jump it. There's no way. It's impossible. Well, the trailer's still fully on and active with its lights on and power running and somehow powering 12 laptops, but there's no power. It's impossible. No one knows how to jump a car here. No. No one does. Um, But then we get my... My favorite scene, um, which is them all kind of the three ladies reconvening outside being like, oh, well, there's nothing in the trailer and there's nothing in the car. Like, what are we going to do? And then Kathy Bates shambles, for lack of a better word, shambles out of the dark forest super fast at them um, after Audrey screams, oh, my God, it's Agnes. Um (laughs) It oh, is <clears throat> so fucking funny because as all this is happening, again, Kathy Bates, just a little old lady, not a magic lady, just a little old lady in a Ren Fair costume, starts like shimmying as an old lady would as fast as she can out of the woods. Lee levels her immediately with a handgun, just floors her instantaneously. So Kathy Bates comes shambling out full speed 
Lee doesn't even breathe. She just turns the gun, levels Kathy Bates. It's pretty good. Only fires one shot for what it's worth. Decides that this time is the time (laughs) to be specific with how many bullets she fires. Well, now, yeah, now she's like, well, I fucked up, and now I have to conserve all the rest, so now it's time yeah. to do the ghost vibe check. Is, uh, yeah. I can God. only save one bullet for little old ladies. So. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. This is me playing literally any video game where there's, like, a non-renewable source of ammunition. Me being like, ah, shit, I already used, like, 50 of these. I better I better slow down on my consumption here now that it's at the end of the, end of the game. Um... <laughs> So she fucking flattens Kathy Bates. Kathy Bates hits the ground like a sack of potatoes. Very funny scene. I love it. Yes. Um, no, it's good. It's good. I'm this in. is also where I realized Kathy Bates has been dragging the cameraman's camera with her everywhere. Um, because somehow that specific cor- camera recorded this interaction. Um, which means Kathy Bates has been dragging and setting up this camera um, in the exact location where all these people end up being. Maybe. Just maybe Kathy Bates should have been in charge of the production of the show. We wouldn't be also, in this scenario if that was the case. This, this does mean that sometime off screen, Kathy Bates was setting up that camera on a tripod and like getting the angle right and being like, ooh, I'm going to get their ass so good. <laughs> like, I love just it. Setting up like, ooh, I'm going to cook them so bad they're not going to see this coming even a little bit. <laughs> I, I love it. Um, the idea of like, little gremlin Kathy Bates shambling around dressed as the butcher like setting up all this stuff lugging the giant camera around with her is my favorite part of this episode um and then they hate the the ladies don't bother to check if Kathy Bates is dead spoiler alert she's not um and they all haul ass down the road they start running down the road um on the way there they are they kind of like run parallel to a bunch of people chanting with torches. Um, you may re- remember them as the ghosts of the group that the butcher led. Um, and Monet is like, is this good for Bitcoin? Um, and Lee's <laughs> like, what the fuck do you think? Uh, like, get the fuck off the road so they don't see us. Um, I don't know why. Monet's like, is that help? Is what she actually says. Um I don't know why Monet would think that was... Again, all of these actor people are acting like they weren't in the show. They weren't <laughs> in, in the documentary about this because they all act completely clueless about how any of this works as if they did not reenact this exact scenario in the original documentary. It's so... It's befuddling. Um, Monet in this case, like... <sighs> Yeah, I just I just truly don't get how you cuz like that's the character who engaged with them specifically. Yeah. Like she has to know. She said the lines, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I'm not wild in here. Like these are people who had to explain in character the spaghetti mood. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they sure did. Um that doesn't matter though. Um they start running like off of the road and then we get more of the weird like ground level shots that look like a the reason why I say that this has to be a ghost camera is because they keep putting like this weird filter over it where like it's different than all the other footage it has like this weird like RGB like 3D overlay kind of effect over it that makes it like ooh, this is a spooky ground camera and it's like well if you're going to all these lengths 
to explain <laughs> all these fucking cameras. Why are you giving us unexplained ghost cameras as well? Like, you are bending over backwards, quite literally breaking your own backs to explain like, every shot. Why do you give us shots that can't be explained as well? <laughs> yeah, would they have had to, like, set up cameras all over the forest in random locations in, like, a four-mile perimeter? Which mm. is an unbelievable amount of cameras. <laughs> so many cameras. And these are on the ground, and- like, literally sitting on the ground. And I guess they all can only record in night vision and all have a preset filter on them that can't be edited in post it, for some reason. I... <sighs> It's such a choice. God, it's such a choice. <laughs> Speaking of such a choice, um, we mm-hmm. catch back up to the ladies, um, and Audrey is crouched under a tree I recording a final mess. I hate this so much. Um, recording a final message to Rory <laughs> on her phone, who she thinks dumped her for some reason. Um, and she's reco- okay. So to set the stage, she's recording this selfie style. At one point, I thought maybe she was recording with the back camera. We see in just a moment that she's not. She's recording the selfie style, like a TikTok. Um, and she's re- as she's recording, like, Rory, if you find this, then just know that I loved you. You gave me the best 10 the- months of my life. <laughs> Blood start- starts dripping on her head. Like, not like in a hidden way, like fully noticeable. Blood. Like <laughs> a full drop of blood, like enough that you could measure it, it- in like... Yeah, like it's an amount, right? Like it's like <laughs> yeah. milliliters of blood. It's not like an imp- imperceptibly small amount. Like it is enough that you would feel it and go like, "Oh, what the fuck," and wipe it and go, "What?" But um, she just kind of takes it, I guess, <laughs> and doesn't like so, stop recording. So can I tell you also another reason I hate this is if there's anyone listening who's my age and saw the Blair Witch Project in the theaters or commercials for it, there is a very infamous scene where Heather does this goodbye message where her nose is like kind of snotty and stuff and they even make fun of it. Scary movie, but it is infamous. It's this thing. And it is exactly this. Like they are just like absolutely stealing that for this scene. It is 1000% it from the Blair Witch Project. And that annoyed the shit out of me. It's like not even their own take on it. It is literally that. Anyway, and I'm like, sorry. <laughs> on top of on top of that cuz it is a blatant rip. It is such a blatant rip off. Um mm-hmm. the acting in this scene is so bizarre. Just fucking weird. Like it feels like the actors decided to film a scene by themselves without like the director um and they didn't do a great job because they didn't have like a script or anything and then they just decided yeah you go but, ahead and put that scene in um you guys you did know great cra- you know what's crazy about that is that like that's literally what happened in the Blair Witch Project. There was yes. no script. Heather McMillan literally ad-libbed that whole scene. It's not, like, the best thing in the world, but it's pretty fucking good for, like, a no-name actress who had to write this whole scene herself and hold a camera with, like, very little direction or whatever. But, like, you know, like, if that if that was happening, it's like, come on, Sarah Paulson, that's the best you got, you know? And, like, and it, and it probably it's wasn't. Even, it's not even just Sarah, shit. like... Audrey is already a fucking wild character, not a great character, right. like is already fucking weird. But what's really fucked up and weird about this scene, I as as I'm watching it, I'm like, okay, well, she's not stopping recording because she's recording this with the back camera, obviously. She doesn't see the yeah. blood, and I guess she's she can't feel it on her face, whatever. Um, but then Monet, who's I guess like two or three feet away, is like, Audrey, you're bleeding in like a really weird out of character way. And then she like 
slowly descends into frame to like sit next <laughs> to Audrey and like get in the TikTok. Um, because they're both looking at the phone, like they're recording a video together and they're looking at the blood on Audrey's face via the screen. And they're both just kind of like doe-eyed looking at the screen like oh no Audrey has blood on her face and they like just kind of stare for a few seconds it's such a bizarre sequence it is Mm -hmm. so weird it is it it, like it is a cold bucket of water um Mm -hmm. in the midst of this sequence of events um, and then in typical American Horror Story fashion, they look up to see where the blood is coming from. And of course, somehow, Audrey found the literal one tree in the entire forest that Rory's body is hanging from and decided to record her goodbye message to Rory directly underneath his body somehow. Um, <laughs> yep. Cool move. That's such a good, such a clever scene, American Horror Story. Wow, that was effective horror 101. Um, <laughs> definitely not statistically nearly impossible (laughs) very good choice um that scene kind of segues into like immediately after it's hard to tell with this because they again are like bebopping around between different characters recording stuff so like we're still following the same people but an undisclosed amount of time not much i'm sure has passed um, and Audrey's just on the ground losing her shit, is just screaming and crying because Rory's dead. Mm-hmm. Um, Lee is like, Monet, turn your camera on. We got to document everything. Because again, <sighs> we'll see in a couple seconds that we need someone to record what happens. Um, so we need to have a reason why Monet is also recording. Mm-hmm. Um, and <laughs> Monet agrees. Um, and then Monet, Monet picks, like, they. by the way, Ty mentioned this in the last episode. They have the flash on at all times. There is no times that they don't have the flash on these phones. Um, Mm -hmm. It's always on. It's never not on. Um, And terrible opsec, terrible opsec (laughs) on these doofuses. Like, look, if you're sneaking around at night, you can't have the light. Come on, (laughs) come on. Yeah, the lights fully on the whole time. And then Monet yells, "Oh God, they found us!" Um, as two people with what are clearly flashlights, not torches, um, come out of the woods, wild. It's almost like they probably heard yelling and saw your phone flashlights. That no. who can say really? Come on! <laughs> how could they? How could these people have found you? And I want everybody to buckle up because we're about to uh, take a trip down memory lane. <sighs> Y'all remember um, our favorite uh, Resident Evil Seven? Um, oh yeah, weed cannibal family. Remember the, them? Mm-hmm. They're here. Um, I guess. Uh, <laughs> I, su- I, I suppose guess they are really cannibals, and this is somehow allowed by <laughs> everyone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, because they've established like, oh, we have like this like relationship with law enforcement where they're okay with us. But yeah, I'm sorry, yeah, go ahead. I don't know if the, I don't know if like the CIA would be, you know. Yeah, right? I feel like there'd be like some higher level force that would be like, oh, you're telling me there's documented, confirmed family growing illegal cannabis en mass, and also like they're cannibals who murder people and they raise feral children. Yeah, that's a little much, you know. Like, there's... maybe someone should look into this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Hey, there's I, no. Uh, yeah, 
I have a note later. The only way, time they address this is later on Mama Polk goes, the law knows better than to mess with us. And I'm like, nope, that's not a substitution yeah, to no, explaining it doesn't, that why. That does not work, Mama Polk. You, I'm sorry. You can't, yeah, you can't just say that. Like, <laughs> no, that's not how it works. Pro- you, you have a cattle prod, a joint, and a shaker of Old Bay, lady. Like, <laughs> yeah. you can't. <laughs> it's like, it's bullshit, too, from the writers, because it's like, y'all fucked up why the reality show, like, has cameras and doesn't have them in certain scenes like you can't tell me you're gonna take on why this family hasn't been arrested yet you you can't cash that check i'm sorry like get out of here when they say it it's so obvious that that's what it's meant to be it's meant to be like to answer all the people that are like well why aren't the polks arrested like yeah how the fuck did they not get investigated for all of the murders that they said that they did um you want to know something else that's real fucked up is um so ishmael poke uh, who we've actually not met yet. Um, instant transmissions behind Lee and then tases her with a cattle prod several times. Someone is recording this from like 100 feet away. It's Monet. Good thing she started recording 20 seconds ago. Um, she goes to run, and when she does, she's tackled by another Polk. Um, there are um, three Polks here, and there will be three Polks later. I checked the credits. Um, it is Kane, it is Lot, and it is Ishmael. Um, in case you forgot, um, Kane got blown the fuck out in the documentary. Just fully blown the fuck out in the documentary. His head got blown the fuck off oh, with a shotgun. Yeah, because mm-hmm. the butcher said, like, I see you also have lost a son tonight. That's very sad. I feel for you that you your son died. Who's dead? Named Kane. He's gone now forever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, he's fine, I guess. I guess that just either didn't happen. Um, or they forgot that it happened because Kane's fine. He's here, actually. It was an embellishment that I guess the uh, the real people were in. They were cool with being Im- implicated in a murder. They were like, yeah, oh, yeah, add that in. That's fine. Yeah, like, yeah, Matt did an, did an actual murder while this happened, by the way. No big deal. Uh, they can't find the Polks for some reason. So I guess it's not important to check up on whether or not it actually happened. Um, Lee definitely murdered Mason, though. Let's not get that twisted. Uh, we are 100% certain <laughs> that Lee They just said it's, like, Mason. not even a big deal. Like, they're basically not even real people. <laughs> it's fine. Uh, and, I'm going to embarrass uh, you. <laughs> and then that, that's the Poke family, I'm though. Gonna, <laughs> like, eating them themselves. I'm going to embarrass <laughs> you, Ishmael. <laughs> yeah, we totally murdered one of your kids and got away with it. Um, I guess they never get the feral kids back because that never comes up again um either way um we're done with that for right now just keep that in the back of your mind um because we're back with another kathy bates makeup tutorial in the lady gaga fuck basement um she just keeps going back there dragging that big camera setting it up on the tripod um kathy bates has been through a lot today rough day for kathy bates uh got tackled um got shot uh has just really been through it today but she just keeps trucking on um she pulls some pliers out from somewhere um and then puts them in the fire uh that's lighting the fuck basement um Uh and then pulls the bullet from her chest um first of all incredible method acting from kathy bates Mm -hmm. incredible thing though um when you put something in fire to sterilize it Great, great move. I think we can all agree. Great way to help avoid infection. Mm-hmm. You love to see it. I would recommend you let it cool off first because yeah. <laughs> it does sizzle as she's pulling it out. And I'm like, you don't. Hey, wait a minute. 
you don't have to do that. If you want to cauterize the wound, that's great. You do that later. Right, you get the yeah. bullet out first. <laughs> like you don't use you don't use the hot pliers and like dig deep in there. You don't have to like brand your insides. <laughs> that's and, not that's unnecessary, Kathy. <laughs> I honest to God, I think this so, is another instance of the American horror story like writers seeing something one time in a movie and being like that's so cool because I know I've seen in other movies where yeah. like someone has a wound and they use like a hot iron to like seal it oh to cauterize to it to cauterize yeah. it yeah yes. for sure but yeah like yeah yeah but yeah, but this isn't that. So this is just like, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, yep. <laughs> I'm so I, for the record at this point of viewing, I'm still buying into. I think this is still Kathy Bates being the butcher because, like, how could you possibly, you know, try and top Kathy Bates as like your, you know, evil monster person or whatever? You know what I mean? But uh, mm-hmm. so like, I'm still like, okay, it's weird and odd, but or maybe, maybe you know, whatever. Anyway, we'll just go with that. <laughs> we'll just leave that there yeah. for now. Um, Again, incredible method acting from Agnes. Agnes, incredible method actor. Like pulling out a bullet with um, pliers while giving the fire of my fire, lightning of my tree speech. Mm -hmm. Um, Top tier. Uh, I think we could all learn a bit from Agnes. Um, That's just a scene to tell you that Agnes isn't dead. Um, Mm. She's, again, having a real rough day. Right. Uh, But he's not a good shot. (laughs) <laughs> on the yeah, living yeah. or the dead, really. <laughs> and got- now it's time it for everyone to learn that Matt is that dude. Matt <laughs> is that dude, and I love him for it. Holy shit. My guy my guy tasted the forbidden ascendant fruit and was just like, yes. <laughs> and I am <laughs> so psyched to talk about it. So we're at the house. We're back home. It's nighttime now. Um, Matt is sleeping in uh, a bed next to Shelby and, um, here's, yeah, what is some ghostly whispering? Uh, I like to refer to this as a spooky booty call. (laughs) 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 He then goes downstairs to investigate and Dominic is following closely behind like, What's this guy Matt doing? And Matt is clearly not approaching with fear, right? Like, it's clearly like, I'm sneaking because I'm going to get up to something. And uh, goes down in the basement, and uh, Dominic's following close behind and sees Matt, like, walk over to the corner of the room and just look off off screen and go, oh, I've been waiting for you. And then, <laughs> like, like a peewee linebacker. <laughs> presumably lady gaga in a coat except that they could not afford to have lady gaga out for the filming of this episode so it's just like they throw a ball of laundry at matt and he falls down and we're we assume this is him being like oh i need that bog with josie you feel me i gotta i gotta get back there i i did not see this coming when he was like we lost something i was assuming he meant something so the minute i literally as soon as as soon as he said well, I left something behind or like I left something there, I'm like, yeah, that God pussy. <laughs> I, I didn't see it coming at all, and when this happened, I burst out laughing. This is the funniest oh, damn so thing fun. in the world to oh, me. It's so, it's it's so, so good. even if you see it coming, it's so funny because it really is like they're trying to frame it as a horror thing, and he just looks off camera and goes, 
I've been waiting for you. And then a ball of laundry knocks him over. <laughs> oh, it's so good. With pig noises, I might add. Like, oh, the, literally, yeah. like, hog noises, too. Like, she is going feral on <laughs> Matt. Like, we, you are getting some primordial bang tonight. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. So, um, Dominic then runs upstairs and goes, Shelby, you're not going to believe this shit. <laughs> <laughs> Where and in all fairness, um, I think Dominic woke up the one person who would believe that. <laughs> yeah, actually. actually, the one person who had seen it in the past and would be like, "Again, man!" <laughs> like, again. You were gaslighting me that it was person. a ghost bog witch. Were you? Like, well, 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 wait, wait, wait. <laughs> so, Re- remember, um, Shelby yeah, has a gaping wound. Base. Please, at this point, she is still actively yeah. wounded. By the way. Yeah, to the point that the uh, other team was going out to try and find a way to contact an ambulance because she was in shock and bleeding out. Um, so they go down in the basement and, um, yeah, as you wrote here in your notes, Matt is getting that good, good feral bog witch yuck gluck 3000. <laughs> <laughs> Which I would, I would like to say, yeah, you know, it's what you get that oh, otherworldly bang. You got it. You got it. How many chances are you gonna get? Right? Like, go for it, Matt. Yeah, my dude, hundred <laughs> percent. Um, and yeah, distinctly less hot bog witch than Lady Gaga. Um, Shelby then smacks the bog witch with a crowbar and she skitters away. Which again, um weirdly out of character and also like I feel like the bog witch has demonstrated being powerful <laughs> enough that the reaction to being hit with a crowbar would not be like I, skittering away like a rat that's been discovered. I bet no this is like the bog witch equivalent of like when you have someone call you on a bad date to get you out of the situation you know which she's probably really thankful to Shelby like that this kind of sucked honestly I wasn't looking forward Oh god to it. If, <laughs> if Shelby and the bog witch ended up together this would be my favorite show Actually, truly yeah, this would be incredible. Be. If Shelby's like, it, like if it turned out like she was actually instead of giving that good good yuck luck three thousand, she was actually like strangling Matt, and mm-hmm. then Shelby's like, finally I get to be with my girlfriend. I'd be like, you know what, American Horror Story is good actually. Um, we should keep um, we should keep watching. What it. happens? No. Um, Shelby hits the bog witch. The bog witch uh, skitters off. Shelby's like, all right, Matt, I saved you. Let's go. And Matt goes, I was fucking the bog witch. You didn't save me from anything other than excessive delight. <laughs> What have you done? Eldritch blue balls, my God, the worst. Uh, Oh my God, have you never gotten that 5D nookie? Come on. (laughs) The pussy that drives you mad if you were to look into it too long. <laughs> oh my god. Oh god. Wait, we and, um, like reiterating, this is the real bog witch, by the way, not like hot lady gaga right, and bog yeah, witch yeah, yeah. gear. This is like a creepy little creature. This is like a creepy little gremlin, um, covered in mud and sticks and different plants, um, <laughs> that just kind of snarls and gurgles a lot. Um significantly, um, Less attractive than the Lady Gaga hot version for the documentary, but you know what, Matt? I'm not gonna yuck your yum. I'm but not gonna Matt. I'm if not we're gonna yuck your yum. Assuming there's like some weird mind meld stuff going on, you know, I think that was part of it, right? Because like yeah. they got the story of the Bog Witch through banging the Bog Witch. It's unclear. What I'm honestly, saying like, is, yeah. is Matt's a monster <laughs> fucker, and the documentary was too yeah. cowardly to admit that. 
Right. Yeah, they wouldn't say it. Um, unfortunately, though, Shelby, uh, who again has a huge gaping bleeding wound on her back across most of her back musculature and in the past upon being uh, threatened just curled up into a ball and cried uh, decides actually I'm gonna murder my ex-husband right now (laughs) and uh, so she turns with the crowbar and uh, wails on him like full baseball swings Um, like doesn't just hit him once or twice in anger you know Um, like wails on him like 25 swings uh, turning his head into a paste and um Shelby what? Hey Shelby what? Hey wait. That's not what this character does, right? Like we all agree this was a wild move. I this had to have been the writers realizing that they had nowhere else to go with this. Like once Matt admitted like, yeah, I'm here to fuck the bog witch. Like they they were like, "Oh, we don't know what to do after that." Yeah, have them die. Yeah, exactly. yeah. Like <laughs> Because, yeah, it's so out of nowhere. And then, like, even later scenes, Shelby's like, oh, my God, I can't believe I did that. That made no sense. What was I thinking? And then other characters are like, yeah, especially considering you knew everything was being filmed from 40 angles. Why did you do that? (laughs) (laughs) Like, no one can justify it. They don't even try. They try to just be like, wow, that's wild. You must have just been real. You must have really snapped. Like, there's a difference between someone snapping and someone turning into the butcher right (laughs) you know (laughs) that was a good scene good scene good scene i'm glad i'm glad it was in the show i'm glad it was in the show well it's time to smoke weed and rub leg am i right gamers (laughs) yeah yeah back at the family favorite the polk cannibal (sighs) cannabis express um so this is where we uh we're back at the barn uh, remember the barn where mm-hmm. Elias got owned um, and was told that he's nasty and a nasty meat boy? Um, we're back there, um, but with the real Polks this time, um, and Lee, specifically Lee, um, who is being tied to a chair. Um, again, I don't know uh, why the police did not investigate here. They won't explain it. Um, this is where I realized, because the credits popped up, um, that the people who are tying Lee to the chair, because there's three of them now, there's three mm. little gremlins, um, Kane and Lot, which again, Kane allegedly got blown the fuck out in the documentary, and then one more who has a camera. Um, why does he have a camera, you may be asking? Did he steal it from the people? No, he just likes taking photos. He's good for two things. Sniffing out good weed and taking pictures, whatever the fuck that means. Yeah, hi. As the resident dope smoker of the podcast, um, smelling good weed is nothing. Um, you know what? Most of, like most really strong weed, you just kind of smell it, and it's like, hmm, that smells like weed, and also a little bit of maybe something else. But like, it largely just smells like a skunk blew one in my face. You know, like it's it's not re- I, if- like you can't really use that as a property to like check if it's good or not. Is what I'm getting mm-hmm. at. <laughs> I mean, that's weird enough, but them also them being the rest of the Polks being like, he's only good for sniffing out good weed and taking pictures. And then he like kind of weirdly looks at the camera and goes, he, 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 he. Right. So like, remember what we said about like having very flimsy uh, explanations as to why certain characters would be fucking recording? Um, 
the flimsy reason we have here is that there's a little weird camera gremlin in the Polks, evidently, that we didn't know about. Uh, and he yeah. just fucking loves recording shit. That's his thing. He likes it. He's good at smelling weed and taking pictures. Um, that's our explanation as to why we have footage right now. Uh, they didn't even try for this one. It's makes no sense. It makes no sense that the Polks would be actively recording when they do oh. this. So the real Mama Polk shows up, and it is very funny to me because she looks exactly like this one old lady I knew who was extremely stoned. <laughs> so it's just very funny seeing like a funny little weed grandma rolling and being like, "Oh, I want to, I want to bake cookies for her." <laughs> and then they have her like be like this villain, and I'm like, mm, "No, <laughs> nah, <laughs> not as wholesome as we in, in originally thought." Um. Lee is like, I have money. I can make your life better. Please don't make me into food. Um, and then Mama Polk is like, you can't bribe us with money. We have that good weed money. And I'm like, huh? okay. Yeah, Weird right? flex, like, but okay. Um, which me- makes me... Your, your place of residence and everything does not indicate that you have money at right. all. Also, if you had this incredible money... Why would you need to keep having a deal with the bog witch mm-hmm. to yeah. make sure you grew enough weed to feed your family? Uh, <laughs> yeah, right. And, uh, I guess. Also, the fact that they're selling the weed makes me like imagine these like really funny interactions between them and the people buying the weed. Right. Where, like, the little like you have to like go to the local Resident Evil weed cannibals to get your weed in town. Um. Imagining going to my buddy Cameron's place and being forced to sit through the last act of Metal Gear Solid Four to get weed, but instead it's like <laughs> cannibals actively seasoning somebody and being like, "You sure you don't want none of this thigh?" And I'm like, "I'm good. I just wanted an ounce and to leave. Actually, <laughs> I just wanted to go." Also, like, uh, from what Mama Polk says, like, the town and the local police know that every so often they just sacrifice people to the bog witch. Mm. So, like, you have a 50% chance of going to go get weed. Yeah. And you might get sacrificed to the bog witch or eaten by cannibals. Um, That weed must be incredible. Like, truly transcendent weed um, for people to be willing to do this. Mm-hmm. Um. And then she like goes on this little kind of like monologue speech where she's like, we're forest people, never got help or wanted help from nobody, Um, which is weird given that really the only characteristic we know about this family is that um, they do what they do because it means that the butcher and the bog witch will um, help them and make their weed better. Uh, So patently untrue. Their defining trait is that they accepted a devil deal. Yeah. 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 Like that's their character. Yeah. <sighs> and but, this uh, is where she says the like throwaway line of even the law knows not to mess with us. Um, right. Doesn't elaborate on that. It's not a satisfactory answer. You know, yeah. And they they start to like, you know, cut Lee's leg off, but they don't because like, I don't know, I guess because they don't want the character to lose a leg and have to deal with that writing because like they do this thing where they like cut open her like, you know, the the what do you call it? Like the sleeve of the leg, you know, more or less of the. You know what I'm trying to say, like the, the pant, pant, leg. Yeah, the, the pant, pant leg. leg. Yeah, the like removes the pant exactly. leg. Yeah, yeah. But like, they don't actually like go beyond that at all. You know what I mean? Like then, like they're like, okay, we cut off your pant leg. Let's start to cut a little tiny bit of quadricep here. But that's it. And it's like you're not like not like I'm an expert cannibal, but I feel like you're not getting like a lot of meat out of that. Like, what are we doing here? You know? But 
they do it. So, it, I mean, it, I guess it works out. You know, it's like. I mean, they, mm-hmm. th- for what it's worth, their seasoning methodology is total trash. Yeah. Just absolutely yeah. worthless. Because, um, <laughs> yeah, what they do after they open up the pant leg is they, like, get peanut oil and start rubbing oh, yeah. her leg with peanut oil. Um, also, yeah, as you noted here, the most confusing part of this scene is for some reason they decide to free one of her hands and then they tell her to start oiling up herself as well. And she like does. Yeah, right. She's like, okay, yeah. I guess I like how this feels. I guess I like how the oil this, is. It's pretty nice. This is it's probably nice going massage. somewhere I'll enjoy. Yeah, this is fine, right? <laughs> yeah, this this seems good. This seems good. Um, and then they and then the, and then Mama Poke does the funniest thing in the world and pulls out one of them fucking little metal shakers of Old Bay and starts shaking it on her like she's like a starving cartoon character and Shelby just or, uh, and he just turned into a turkey in front of her or whatever like it doesn't make any sense. Oh my god, this whole like, sequence she's getting makes ready to no put sense. On, like, a bib and a fork and knife and just dig into. <laughs> Uh, you know that the writers thought this scene was so good too they're like this yeah. is so scary like, like she's gonna get cannibalized we're brilliant you know yeah absolutely and, and literally i'm like that's this isn't how this works american horror story nobody like you usually explicitly season under the skin if you can help it and also you don't um you know like go out to a pasture and lube up a cow and season it with <laughs> old bay as it's still alive like that's not how people do this you butcher the meat first and then start preparing it you don't like start preparing it before you start to cook it or butcher it because they're you've heard of dry aging well get, get check out live aging <laughs> the new tech <laughs> it is it, the wildest scene the scene ends with them stabbing her in the thigh with a fork which is i <sighs> I mean, I I don't understand what that's supposed to be, but like, you don't want the muscle fibers to tighten up before you butcher the meat. I like you look purely from a perspective of handling meat. The polks are terrible at this. No wonder their meat always tastes bad. Yeah, no wonder their meat tastes like shit all the time. They have no idea what they're doing. They season it wrong. Yeah, they like they're like you put the salt in their hair and then it makes the leg (laughs) taste good, right? And it's like no, you buffoons, you salt the meat. Well, that's why they have to sell weed and not like restaurants or like ready-made meals and so, you know that their business ventures are all shit so oh my god um then we get a hard cut um and now we're back at the other murder house um dominic is sitting with shelby in the bathroom which remember the only defining characteristic we know about dominic is that he had a confessional where he's like, I'm that little nasty bad boy who's gonna be a little so, nasty rude boy oh but you see what they did oh yeah go ahead sorry yeah, tell me, because <laughs> they, <laughs> yeah. they're doing a thing. It's so clever, you know. They are doing a thing where um, Dominic's actually kind of nice. He's the um, good guy. Yeah, he wanted to be a reality guy. show bad boy, but he just couldn't do it, because actually he's not too bad. When push came to shove, yeah, Dominic's a hero, whatever. And, like, what's wild is this is another scene in this episode where, like, the acting is actually quite good. Um, the acting between Lily Rob and... Um, I, I don't remember who plays Dominic. Could you be getting Junior? Right. Um, is quite good. Dominic is like very soft and very gentle talking to Shelby, like coaxing her down because she is having a meltdown. Understandably, she's like, "Why the fuck did I do that?" Like she's crying and it's like, "Why the fuck did I do that?" And she's doing a really good job. Um, 
And Dominic is like, come on, we're going to clean this blood off your face. Like, and he like kind of explains to her and he's like, I got to be real with you. There's like 50,000 cameras in this house. You are not going to get away with this crime. Like, you're going to have to confess to the crime, baby girl. Like, you're going to have to. There's no easy way to say this. (laughs) He does. He says baby. Um, No, he does. No, because you're right. It's like that is absolutely the tone, too. He's like, you know, come on. Now we're going to go to the police and you're going to spend some time in jail. But, you know. (laughs) <laughs> he like he's doing a very good job of diffusing the situation where he's not like holy fuck what the fuck did you do like I, what the fuck were you thinking like he's very calm and he's like listen better there you yeah. will deal with this later but right now we got to get out of this house and get you back know, to the other people and be- then you're going to confess to the crime <laughs> better man than me because also he was like you know oh you're going to give me that crowbar and not hit me with it mm-hmm. and i would have been like oh you're going to get away with this nah that's fine you know what i mean like those cameras yeah. probably don't work there's too many ghosts you know yeah don't worry about it we're, we're set he he talks her out of setting down the crowbar he, yeah. he like i said he does a really good job of defusing the situation yeah um, i mean i'm just saying though he's like he's really honest where he's like oh you're yes. you're you're gonna go to jail now and i would just be like in your court no worries <laughs> i would just straight up be like hey man if they ask me stuff i'll be like i don't know my eyes were closed yeah. <laughs> That's all I'm i didn't saying. see shit <laughs> you're gonna have to ask the necklace i have that has a camera in it not me i had my eyes closed i'm doing what happened to the blood moon stays there like literally like don't even worry about it okay i, I was gonna just- kill cindy actually at one point don't tell anyone that you know just so. pull what the real Matt did and be like, I don't remember fucking that bog witch. I was completely blacked out on bog witch magic. I have no idea. Don't have a clue what was yep. going on. Um, it wasn't real. And then like after he kind of talks her down, he hears some noise and he's like, that's got to be the others. Um, and he like, goes to the, d- the window um, and he sees Kathy Bates outside um, dousing the whole house with gasoline, getting ready to burn it down, mm-hmm. um, which I think it is worth repeating that that is what the butcher wants. Um, <laughs> that has been like her end game for a while. Uh, that is what the documentary led us to believe was what Cricket agreed to. Um, mm-hmm. The hard cut back to the Polks. Forget about them. They're still there. Um, and yeah, so um, for some reason, <laughs> we cut back to the Polks, and the way they cut into the scene is like supposed to inform us of that, except for the fact that they're doing something that it has never <laughs> been established they've ever done before now, which is they show someone snorting a line of cocaine off of a mirrored surface. <laughs> now, you might say, Ty, are we in the middle of a 1985 <laughs> film about Las Vegas? No, it's the Polks, the weed cannibals that I guess are into coke now. Um, I, it's a gateway drug. The thing so. is, the weed they could grow uh, on the land, but I happen to know that the cocoa plant would not do great <laughs> in Virginia. <laughs> That's, oh boy! They don't. People don't talk about that uncut pure Virginia <laughs> cocaine <laughs> very often. Oh, oh my god. Um, yeah, I have a note here. Does the bog witch also give them the cocaine? Because um, it, yeah, it doesn't like, explain wh- it. Because there's, yeah, we don't we don't want help from nobody except for a little blow, <laughs> just a little here and there. Uh, <laughs> we I'd can like, stop anytime we want. <laughs> and you may They're, be wondering to yourself, well, is this relevant, or do they get like coked up and go on like a Hulk rampage? No, no, they're pretty laid back for doing lines of code. It's pretty, you know, yeah. They're not even they're talking just doing a lot. It for fun. <laughs> you know? Yeah, they're just they're vibing. They're just having a good night in. Um, it's not relevant in any way, shape, or form that they are doing lines of coke for some reason. Um, I but they are in front of now Audrey and Monet. 
Um, and Mama Polk comes in as the others are snorting cocaine and kind of tosses a weird pan of meat in front of Audrey and Monet. And it's like, you need to keep your strength up. And I'm like, why? Uh, for what? <laughs> uh, anyway, but hopefully that's not relevant later. Um, and then when they see the meat pan, they both are like, oh, no, where's Lee? And then the Polks, again, for the second time now in this show, are huge assholes about eating their friend. And it's like, Lee's chewy and not that bad, I guess, and hands them the pan. Um, chewy and not that bad is not a great way to describe meat. So I'm starting to think that maybe the Polks actually um, just don't like eating human meat and maybe should stop doing it. Because the two times we've seen the tofu them. Yeah. Or, something. yeah. or in, literally, maybe eat the wheat. Who knows? Like, they need to find something yeah. else. Because both times they've eaten the meat, they've hated it uh, and been a huge dick about it, actually. Um, and yeah, they're like she's like so mean and like needlessly like upsetting about it every step of the way and yelling at her and she's like literally like holding a joint in her mouth at the same time and I'm like <laughs> there is an upper limit to how angry and loud someone can be when they're truly blazed <laughs> and like she's actively hitting a joint as we're speaking like there's no way there's just no way it's ridiculous <sighs> yeah and um they they make audrey and monet eat what is presumably lee's leg um and then again the polks are recording all of this so that we the viewers can see it happen but realistically there's no reason that the polks yeah. would be recording this or any reason that the people who made the show would have access to this footage or would be showing it you know what i mean like it's not like i know horror show but like it's you know it's weird right like why would you actually like who needs to see it it's not even particularly like scary or mood setting it's just fucking gross you know except yeah it's yeah. stuff that wouldn't be shown on like cable yeah. like this is maybe something that would get shown on hbo like heavily edited but like not tv no this wouldn't make it to tv this for is sure blatantly fictionalized television right now which we're literally watching of course that like is for like an eli roth kind of fan sort of thing you know what i mean where it's like yeah. hey like i want to see some gross shit in my horror you know but reality no you it would be like i'm gonna be respectful of the victims families here and not show them yeah. literally eating human flesh you know before they died and all that you know and being antagonized yeah, like right brutally antagonized even even if you want to go a step further going back to the our is this legal uh game from a couple episodes ago um you can't show people doing real cocaine on tv um not cable tv uh or many other uh intoxicants they, um there's rules about it you can't do it uh in many many countries <laughs> if, I, um, I, I wish they'd at least gone with that stupid dark web thing you know what i mean because then it's like a yeah. little plausible whatever but nah oh all right actually i'm glad they didn't because they would have fucked that up pretty bad anyway <laughs> we can only imagine how bad it would be now we are um hurtling towards our very unsatisfactory conclusion to this episode which is we're back at the other murder house again for some reason. I don't know why we did these shots in the sequence that we did them um, to break up continuity. Yeah, no. um, but Kathy Bates is still outside yelling in Irish again. Um, and then one of those weird ghost cameras that's on the ground uh, records a bunch of the settler ghosts approaching with torches um, coming towards the house. No idea how the editors get the ghost footage, <laughs> um, but they do evidently because it makes it into this show. <sighs> yeah. Uh, and now we're ready for uh, the the face-off um, mm -hmm. that everybody's been waiting for. And by everybody, I mean everybody who didn't want this to be how the episode ended. Uh, yeah, this is like truly the worst case possible, which is, um, you know, the villagers roll in. 
and um, the real butcher is there um, who confronts Agnes. Um, Agnes is like super into this. Mm-hmm. She's like, oh my God, I'm a huge fan of your work. I love your movie. Yep. <laughs> Which um, the butcher doesn't respond to because despite being English, she only speaks Gaelic. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> just like cut just like slams a hatchet or a cleaver through her head and like it's the worst part is they have agnes like snap for a second back to being agnes mode and going i'm sorry i just wanted to be on tv which is like the worst cop out it just sucks it's like no i wanted agnes to like believe it and like believe it to the end to the point of being like the butcher we're the same or something like that as opposed to oh sorry i just wanted to be on tv and i went too far and it's like that's not fun you know it would have been really (laughs) great if she did completely snap and thought the real butcher was an actress that would have been a cool like kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, that would have no. been a good bit. So, or, or even if she was like, wait, they recast me and got like really like upset about it, mm-hmm. and then she just gets cleaved. Yeah. That would have been a funny payoff. Now, are you ready? Are yeah. you ready for the ultimate plot twist? This is the scene I really like, actually. Um, I'll, and I'll temper it. Yeah, the, the Kathy Bates part of it sucks. Um, her getting cleaved in the head is really bad looking. It doesn't work. What I like, and this harkens back to when I liked American Horror Story, because the thing it does really strong is it can have really good costume design, really good visuals, and the real butcher, I wasn't expecting at all. I thought I was still banking on Kathy Bates being, like, possessed. So when she stands up there, she looks like a really fucked version of, like, the portrait of Queen Elizabeth, like Elizabeth the First, mm-hmm. where she has like the red curly hair, but it's like fucked up and dirty and matted. She has the green dress with like the white ruffle kind of thing, but obviously it's all messed up. And there's a shot of her just kind of standing over Kathy Bates. And I'm like, that actually works. And it's creepy. And she doesn't speak except for Gaelic. You know what I mean? Like there's the writing doesn't fuck it up. Cause that <laughs> is what this show is sometimes. You have to climb high to fall far, and sometimes American Horror Story gets it right, and then fucking Ryan Murphy or Brian Falchuk have to type their little words and fuck everything up. But here, somehow, they had the restraint for this one iconic shot where I'm like, holy shit, I I did not see that coming, and that's pretty fucked up. And then, yeah, they do the stupid horror movie Cleaver, like, Cleaver thing, where she, like, goes through her head, and that part sucks. But I liked, I did like this. Yeah, and... Like, I don't even mind the effect as much as just having her at the end be like, oh, I'm sorry. I was just doing yeah, it. That, especially since they're framing it as a mental illness, too. Oh, that like, yeah. that already that already sucks and is gross. But in particular, framing it as a mental illness and then having the person at the end go, oh, sorry. It was actually a choice I was making. Right. It's just, like, extra fucking gross. Like, that's the thing is it's it's gross on top of gross on top of gross. And, they- yeah, that just kills the scene. Because they could do it. They could have done it so well. Like, we literally here in the writer's room of this podcast in under four minutes came up with, like, three better ideas. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> You know what the thing is? If they hadn't, like, leaned in on her having mental illness, right? Because then if the whole time you, the viewer, are thinking, yeah, she's being possessed by the butcher, duh, and the real fucking butcher appears, and then it's left to your imagination to say, oh, wait a minute, Kathy Bates just thought she was the butcher, and don't go into the whole, like, I want to be an actress crap, you know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. that's cool, and there's, like, discussion to be had about it and stuff, and, you know, and as long as you don't lean in, yeah, Yep. Then having her vlog about like I got into way more episodes yeah, yeah, than I yeah. was supposed to. The fans loved me so much because like those 
like vlogs are actually pretty well done and pretty good if they had removed the framing of mm-hmm. us knowing in advance that it was just a mental illness and she had gone too deep on method acting. Yeah. Because then, yeah, there would be this whole back and forth of like, is she actually possessed? Was she actually just unhinged? And then like when, you know, the character actually shows up, you go, oh, OK. And then. They either could have her, you know, still kill Kathy Bates or just do something else entirely with it. Because there would be, they were right. Kathy Bates was the best part of the mm-hmm. show. The writers who wrote those lines that Kathy Bates was the best part of the show, dead on. So, mm-hmm. Like 100%. So, like, them removing Kathy Bates from the show feels extra shitty when I know they know how good Kathy Bates so that, is. Yeah. <laughs> I think from, like, a meta perspective, too, that's kind of why I wasn't expecting this. Because I was thinking, too, like, you're not going to try to top Kathy Bates even you're too smart for that so when the butcher appears good design she doesn't try to out act Kathy Bates or be a better character it's just this one that like shot of her and that's it and it's like holy crap what who are you and what have you done for American Horror Story for like this one second but I did like that second a lot (laughs) they even like the if we're being very charitable Mm -hmm. um they do kind of like a an interesting thing there same with like Edward Purplecox in the (laughs) tunnel of being like of showing you that, like, the documentary did not fully encapsulate how horrifying That's, this actually was. I, um, yeah. And the real thing is tremendously terrifying versus what we see in the documentary version. Yeah, and, and I think that's, like, a thing that, like, I'm actually surprised that they did in some of Because, like, they put their A-listers. Like, Frances Conroy is an American Horror Story. Like, she's one of the main, main people, and she plays documentary Mama Poke. And I don't think it was a great choice, mind you, but they replaced her with a real mama poke, which isn't great. But when you talk about, yeah, um, Edward Dickface or whatever, yeah, you get Evan Peters, but then you get this ghostly version that, like, can't even, you know what I mean? Like, isn't recognizable as an actor. It's like, it's like they had some good thoughts there. It's almost like there is that much more unreal, unrealized potential in a way, you know? So... The only mm-hmm. the only thing that I really hold against that theory is that the Polks are the opposite. Yes. Where the yes. Polks in the documentary are way more fucked up and like messed up looking Actually, and all yeah. that. And they have weird feral children that are half pigs and everything. <laughs> but then the real Polks are just some rural folk. <laughs> like they're just some folks out in the woods. Um, who happen to be weed cannibals and like that's its own set of problems, but they're not like misfigured or anything, you know, like they don't have some like horrible thing going on. They're just folks who happen to grow weed and eat people. No, yeah, it, it's, <laughs> so, yeah, it's their rip off of like the Hills Have Eyes or Last House on the Left or whatever or those movies, you know what I mean? Or Hills Have Eyes specifically, sorry. I, mm-hmm. I do like that this means that they included specifically in the documentary um, at least one little bit that shows us that the Polks are huge dicks to people that they eat. I do like that that was consistent in both the documentary and the real Polks. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who the law doesn't mess with. Whom the law doesn't mess with, I might remind you. They simply do not. The law considers, they go, wow, that's a lot of felonies. And they go, oh, well. (laughs) Oh, well. It's the Pokes. We don't mess with them. They're Look, we can't even get salad in this whole state. So weed's a really rare commodity. (laughs) So, um... Yeah, so the episode ends with uh, Agnes dying in the most pathetic way possible, uh, and the butcher uh, clearly not paying attention to what had happened beforehand, or else she might be a little bit more like, hey, you did good, kid. Leave. Yeah. (laughs) You know? (laughs) Like, that's kind of the other part about her killing Kathy Bates is, like, again, if the butcher's mission is what was claimed... 
the butcher would absolutely and like the butcher has been shown to be reasonable and do bargains that's why the pulks exist (laughs) so Mm -hmm. like the fact that she just comes up and kills her instead of being like hey kid you got a good head on your shoulders i need you to fuck off though like that's like right right am i wild for thinking that like we've been shown that the butcher does deals why would the butcher not see everything and be like hey good deal fuck off if i if i wanted to defend this show i could be like well you know maybe even she's like no 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 you're not that's my job and there's some pride in being the butcher but i don't want to defend this fucking show so you know you're right she makes deals like she does no reason like you're helping me take down this house you've even like literally did the fuel behind it now get the hell out of here before i murder you like really bad you know i'm with you yeah yeah Yeah. and that's how the episode ends um and Again, I think that means we got, what, three left? Yeah, I, I, I went like ahead that. and watched the rest of the season. Because I, I did like the scene, so I'm like, you know, all right, let's do it. Let's just go all in. And I watched the rest of it now, so I won't spoil anything or anything, but I'm just saying that, yeah. So that we got three episodes left, baby. Whew. <laughs> I'm sure everything will be paid in full <laughs> by the end of it. Well, well, I don't know, we'll see. <laughs> but... Well, till next time, everybody, (laughs) where we'll be doing episode eight. Uh, Best of luck. Um, Don't let your yoga ex-wife hit you with a crowbar. (laughs) Good night.